Hi, John. How are you this week? Hi, Elliot. Hope you're staying safe. Hope things are well. Yeah, things are good here. And with you? Good. So, you know, this week I thought we would give a brief uh, direction to our uh, community folks that and clients and others in, in AML that, you know, things that happen outside the United States, we should pay attention to from time to time because there's a lot of reasons that uh, it could be directional in terms of what the U.S. does. And there were two things that w wanted to highlight. One is, I know that you followed this. I, I first saw it and you saw it, you, you flagged it for me in the Wall Street Journal, but the European Court of Justice invalidated the uh, EU-US um, data transfer requirement. And, and obviously data transfer and privacy issues are pretty important to our community for a whole host of reasons. Yes, yeah, so the ruling invalidated something called the Privacy Shield, which uh, was put into effect uh, in uh, uh, late 2016, if I remember correctly. And it had to do with, as you said, data transfer. Specifically, the result of the ruling is that um, it's going to place significant restrictions on storing EU um, uh, community uh, citizens' data on servers that are in the U.S. And the basis of it, uh, of the decision by the court, was that um, the risk to U.S. surveillance does. Um, is too high because there's no, as the court said, actionable rights to its citizens to challenge that. And I think really what you're seeing here is the EU's approach to privacy is focused on individual privacy rights and the U.S. Uh, center point uh, on privacy really uh, gets wound up uh, in the whole issue of national security. And this is where you're seeing uh, direct conflict in terms of style and um, uh, driving uh, desire by the two different groups. Yeah, and I know there's been some public comments by our uh, government and the EU to try to work through these things. But as you allude to, there's a lot of side issues to privacy protection and obviously national security um, for our governments and for our institutions are, are pretty prominent. Right. And the privacy shield was actually the second one of these frameworks that was invalidated. So back in 2015, I want to say the um, uh, the court invalidated the previous framework. So we've been down this uh, or at least the negotiators have traveled down this road before. So let's shift. I saw one that I think uh, you've been following, and that's today the European Commission announced um, that it was uh, making a recommendation to members not to grant financial support to companies with links to countries that are on the EU's uh, list of non-cooperative tax jurisdictions. So what's going on there? Yeah, what's interesting, and I would just say as an aside, if you don't already subscribe to the European Commission press releases, you should, because there's a lot of good things there. But uh, this is in a way related to COVID-19 and fraud uh, I think that was the rationale to sort of revisit this or not revisit this, but to, to come up with this um, recommendation. And, and basically uh, what they say is restrictions besides with uh, dealing with countries that are on the non-cooperative tax jurisdiction list. It also should apply to companies that have been convicted of serious financial crime. They specify financial fraud, corruption, non-payment of taxes and they say the aim is, you know, guidance to the member states on how to set conditions for financial support that prevent the misuse of funds. 
And I think the misuse of funds concern is directly relevant to the fraud that's going on, unfortunately, globally during this pandemic. And, and I think that's uh, that's why the commission made the recommendation. Uh, they also have on the website the list of those non-cooperative tax jurisdictions, uh, places where it's easy to avoid taxes. Uh, believe it or not, uh, Delaware is not there, <laughs> but they do have those countries listed. And it would make sense for U.S. institutions to take a look at that list and what the ultimate decision is regarding the commission's recommendations. But just another example of paying attention to what goes on outside the U.S. because it can be directly relevant to us or eventually relevant to us. Right. So even though we can't travel there, we still have to pay attention. Exactly. One quick shout out, uh, a former uh, ACAMS uh, speaker, actually she might be current, who is a data privacy expert, is a person by the name of Michelle Frazier, who is a professor. Her school escapes me, and I apologize, Michelle, but she's out pretty active on LinkedIn and Twitter. And my guess is that she's going to have some really good pieces on the recent uh, decision of the European Court of Justice. So you should really follow her on, uh, on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Thanks, Elliot. Be safe, and we'll talk to you next week. Yep. Have a good week.